This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Hello, Lightworker, and welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I am excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, 
the ultimate guide to following and fulfilling your life purpose is coming out on June 4th and is now available to pre-order globally on Amazon. So if you're feeling the call to make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It is literally packed with processes, with rituals and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work so that together we get to create a better world. If you want to get started right away with finding your life purpose until you get the book in your hands, I have a free step-by-step guide guiding you to do so. And all you have to do to grab that is to go to georgelizos.com forward slash life purpose and you'll be able to download it. Okay, let's chat about today's episode, which is all about connecting with the goddesses. Now, I don't know about you, but growing up, I was taught that gods and goddesses were the subjects of mythology. And it wasn't until I transitioned to Greek paganism and had studied the ancient texts that I realized that these seemingly fictional characters were actually part of the indigenous religion of the ancient world. In truth, mythology is inspired by theology, but not the other way around. So, we created these myths and these stories to understand the gods and the goddesses on a more human level. But the gods and goddesses are by no means defined by these myths. Theologically, the gods and goddesses of pagan traditions are universal functions and energies. For example, Aphrodite is the universal function or energy of creation in all its expressions. Therefore, creation through love, creation through sex, creation through beauty. And since we're also part of the divine, the gods and goddesses aren't outside of us, but instead, they flow through us. Sophie Bashford is the Hay House author of You Are a Goddess. In her book, she presents nine goddesses from various pagan traditions and guides us to become one with them. And I've had the pleasure to have her on the podcast this week to chat all about that. So in this interview, you're going to learn how to connect with goddesses such as Kali, Aphrodite, Kuan Yin, and Isis you'll get to discover how the goddesses can ignite your spiritual growth and help you uncover your feminine healing gifts. You're going to learn how to work with each goddess for self-healing, for positive inner change and empowerment. And also we discuss about the role of the divine masculine and what it means to integrate that so we find balance. So go ahead and listen to the episode. And then after you're done, come into the your spiritual toolkit Facebook group and tell me which goddess do you feel most called to work with. Sophie Bashford is a leading intuitive channel and writer for the re-emergence of the divine feminine. Her best-selling first book, You Are a Goddess, Working with a Sacred Feminine to Awaken, Heal and Transform, is a culmination of many years experience of self-healing and reconnecting to the goddess within. Valued as a gifted teacher and speaker, Sophie has a long-standing international private client base, attracts people from all over the world to her healing tent retreats, and has led sell-out workshops for alternatives and mind-body-spirit festival in London. 
She has also presented for the renowned Hey House UK events, I Can Do It and Ignite. Sophie, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. It's wonderful to be speaking with you today, George. I am so excited to chat all about your book, You Are a Goddess, because the listeners know that I love connecting with the goddesses, specifically Aphrodite. Since I was born in the island where, according to the myth, Aphrodite was born, and all that the divine feminine signifies. But before we dive into what the book is about and how we can start connecting with the goddesses, tell us a little bit about your story of, of awakening to the divine feminine and what called you to want to do this work. Yes, I'm always very, uh, take a breath before I start answering that question, actually, because we could be here for a long time and I want to keep it succinct. Um, I didn't really realise I was answering a calling to the Divine Feminine, to be honest. I, all I knew, George, really, was that my life was really not turning out the way that I thought my life would turn out at all. Um, so I would actually say the goddess really found me through a sense of breakdown or a sense of kind of imploding uh, life events and internal events as well, you know. Um, I guess my first entrance into connecting with the feminine energy in a profound way was through emotional healing. I had, you know, quite significant childhood trauma in that I lost my mother when I was four and a half and very suddenly, and no one ever talked to me about that because it was very, it's still quite taboo actually, um, even in our culture now. But back then in the 70s, it was very, very difficult to talk about anything like that. So I carried a lot of grief, a lot of pain with me through, but very suppressed. And I lived in my, what we would call, I suppose, our lower masculine energy. I lived in my head, I lived in my intellect. I became very practiced at using my masculine energy. Um, which I think a lot of people are actually, um, and I was I was raised very lovingly, but mainly by men and boys, and you know, grandfather, father, brothers, and it took really. And when I got pregnant with my first daughter, um, after having dropped out of university, which was a shock horror to everybody, um, you know, I was kind of my life was falling apart, and I became pregnant with my first daughter, which was a wonderful thing. But it faced me, it confronted me with all of that energy that I had suppressed. And that might not sound like it's related to the goddess consciousness, but boy, it, goddess, you know, it really is. Because it was my emotions that I was holding back, you know, like a, like a, I can't really tell you how much grief and pain and suppressed energy there is from a little girl who's lost her mother at four and never, ever, ever spoken about it. And that was the beginning of me uprooting. Actually, it was, of course, this lifetime, and emotional healing is crucial within the goddess path, absolutely crucial, and it's crucial to also focus on this life, not only past lives or what we might call you know, spiritual journey, but it did take me back into past life pain as well, of, of that energy having been suppressed, and that's something I very much talk about in the book and give people tools, you know, and show how the goddesses are helping us to heal that past life trauma. So within my own life, there were a series of catalytic triggering events that I did not attribute to being connected to the goddess because I was raised without any connection to the divine whatsoever. Um, 
but through those experiences and those kind of break breakdowns breaking open I, over a number of years, George, and I do want to make it clear, a number of years, this did not happen within six months, you know, I was gradually opened up through my emotional healing, bringing down those walls, releasing years and years, and I would say lifetimes of kind of calcified emotional uh, stuff. The defenses that I built up to deal with the patriarchy, to deal with the world in which we are raised, you know, um also i'd wanted to avoid being kind of messy if you like when and i've always wanted to be looked at as perfect or kind of you know doing very well at everything and holding everything together which i was very good at i'm sure a lot of people can relate to this story even though we all have different experiences of bringing that story right but it's a template isn't it that we're shown and so my template was being ripped up at the seams and i was being shown another template that actually I've discovered lived very deep within me. And it goes, you know, being on this, being an intuitive, opening up to connecting with the divine feminine, with goddesses, with angels, with other guides, opening up to being a light worker as well. Of course, I ought to mention that for you, but it's true. I feel that deeply in myself that it was not, it's not easy, you know, because it, it's a path of work and inner work. And it's not just like I woke up one day and went, hey, I think it'd be really cool if I was tuned into the goddess, you know, that's, not, it was actually the last thing I wanted to do a lot of the time, because it was really, really confrontational. And I had to face a lot of be very vulnerable and raw. And I was terrified in therapy, you know, I was terrified to open up to my emotions. So it's been, that's how my call into the goddess began, George. And, and it was over many, many different triggers, many different layers. And then I suppose over many years of this opening, I began to be drawn to using spiritual tools such as the tarot, particularly tarot cards really opened me up. Interestingly, I, a beautiful link for me personally is that I knew that my mother used tarot and she was gifted with a tarot and astrology, mm. but I hardly know anything about my mum, but she's not really talked about. So she had, so it was something she couldn't really bring this energy through. And I feel like I've had the kind of task of bringing this energy through for her as well. So it's interesting that tarot was one of the real kind of opening for my, my intuitive gift. Definitely. Um, and then it kind of just, really developed from there um and i developed a strong connection um to be able to connect with divine feminine uh figures and also other members of you know spiritual guides as well but this became a primary kind of focus of what spirit wanted to bring through me and it's not something i've always God, I've never found it easy, to be honest. It's not something I've always relished, actually, because it's actually many times been such, such a challenge to actually have the confidence and the courage to open my voice and use my voice and speak these words and use this energy. Um, I've often wanted to you know, I've been confronted with, I feel, my past life trauma many, many, many times over. And I still, that does still rise in me now of the fear of what will happen if I bring this energy out. But I've learned 
to work with it and I've been healed by the con mm. contact and the energy of the goddesses without a shadow of a doubt. Sophie, your story is very relatable mm. um, because like the divine, not, not the divine masculine, the suppressed masculine, the abused masculine, patriarchy is so embedded into culture, into the way we're brought up. So from a very young age, we're taught to suppress our emotions, to just be very masculine in our approach and follow the rules and be structured in that way. And the divine feminine is very unstructured and fluid and all that and emotional, uh, basically. So I think many people relate to your story uh, in one way or the other and how we suppress our feminine energy. And that keeps building up and building up until eventually something calls it out and then we have to do the inner healing, um, which is what your book uh, is all about. So can you talk to us a little bit about what your purpose was with writing You Are a Goddess? What is the purpose of the book and what people can get out of it? I feel one of my, my main aims with the book was to show that this, this consciousness isn't just bound up with arcane language and sort of spiritual, even new age language. I wanted to show that it had to just come from my experience. I'm not saying, nothing I say in the book is something that I've kind of just dreamed up. It is something that has been shown to me, you know, retaught to me. And I've, it's been shown to me through my own experience and the experience of people that I've worked with, my clients, my retreat members, my circle members. It's been reflected back that actually everything that got the goddess is showing us and the different vibrations that come through, the different archetypes, they are all wanting to support us and heal us within the experiences of our lives. You know, our everyday lives are the overarching themes of our lives. It's not something that's distant from us. It's not something that's just, you know, that's something that's kind of up in the ethers. It is something that really is grounded in our actual experiences as women and men, and you know beings i do directly speak to women in the book but i know there are many men that have resonated with it as well and i do mention men in it you know a, a fair amount and i wanted to show people that these goddesses are here now they're coming forward they're becoming closer in closer contact with us on the earth for a reason and that reason is that they can help you know, heal things that you may feel are unhealable, you know, really, really awaken your deepest sort of dormant feminine energy that you may have forgotten how to work with. But you have all those keys within you, but you've just may have forgotten how to turn them. You've forgotten that they're there. You've forgotten. You've been talked out of listening to this energy, to this wisdom within you. And you know, the goddesses all do preside over, I call them temples, but you can call them kind of just areas of, of, of inner work or areas of life or experience or healing. They are temples, really. That's how they show them to me. But within those temples, you enter into a space where you're working with certain themes. You're working with certain patterns. You're working with certain, arch certain you know, archetypal energies. And that has a direct impact on your life. It's not, we're not just kind of plucking things from the air that are just really, um, you know, out there. There are things, they are things that I feel, well, I can relate to them because they've happened, you know, it's literally happened through me and to me. So most women I work with 
this is a re reflection of what I've been given to work with people on the ground, on the earth, not somewhere up in the ethers. You know, it's something that has a direct impact and, and a res it's a resource. They are a resource for us and they can work miracles. They can work enormous you know, uh, transformations in your energy field, but everything that happens in your energy field is going to be something that you then work with consciously. So you're becoming conscious. It's not something that you just sort of pray for and suddenly your life is kind of a magic wand is spread over your life. That's not how it works. They can bring magic into your life, of course, and miracles and unexpected gifts, but they will always want to work with you. They're inviting you to be an active participant in your own healing, your own growth, your own awakening. And they want you to become empowered. They want you to empower yourself because they want you to heal, you know, because the world needs you to be this torchlight, not to be left in the shadows, not to be left hiding. Because so many of us, I'm sure you can relate to this, George, too, so many of us, even as light workers, but we're so connected to the feminine anyway, um, have been in a place of hiding. You know, we've been in a place of feeling that it's dangerous or even threatening to the status quo for our energy to be seen. And that does link back into perhaps our past life experiences of having been persecuted, um, hurt for for being who we are and told that we're not welcome and told that bad things are going to happen to us if we if we are outspoken or, or if we are free right if we are light if we are spreading our wings and there's a lot of fear embedded in that if it's not brought to the light so there's a lot in the book there's a lot there to work with you know but the goddesses i feel as well george they they break it down into manageable chunks. It's not just this overwhelming kind of world of, oh my God, I just feel so blocked. I feel so stuck. I feel, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know where I am. I'm lost. I'm in pain. I'm wounded. I'm whatever we're feeling in that moment, you know. There are, there are clear directives, there are clear stepping stones, they will lead you and you actually don't have to be in control. You can relinquish control and let the goddess come to you and show you what's the first step for me. And that's quite often it does follow a fairly sort of um, ordered sort of uh, journey or pattern, but it also is very unique to everyone. So you might find that, you know, your, your journey is, your awakening, your healing is different to the person next to you. But there will also be similarities because we're all really going through similar healing um, journeys as well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
well. So yeah, what I love about the book is that it's so practical. Like you have all these 10 different goddess archetypes and then you enter their temple, as you call it, like this vibrational space of it. And they guide you to work through different practical aspects that are going on in your life and therefore start healing as you go through the book. So it's like, um, it's like a, a goddess therapy <laughs> sessions going on as you move through each chapter. So you, you mentioned 10 different goddess architects. Uh, nine, nine, George, actually. Oh, one, nine of them. Okay. Nine, nine. Yeah, it's nine. Could yeah, we nine. name drop a few of the nine ones <laughs> also, <laughs> just so people can get an idea and also talk to us about one or two of them and what people, for example, just give an example of what people can get out of it. Okay. So I don't know. The first one, the first goddess that comes to me is pretty much always Kali, actually. Kali, goddess of transformation goddess of chaos, goddess of the unknown, pretty kind of like, ah, scary <laughs> stuff for a lot of people. That's not where I want to be, you know, it's not where I want to be. But she comes in first and she comes in first. She's the first, she's the first goddess you meet on your journey because she nearly always is how the goddess speaks to you to begin with. It nearly, in my experience, in the thousands of people I've spoken to in intuitive consultations and on retreats over the years, you know, it's Kali energy that comes in to shake us awake. Okay. To kind of bring us quite often a bit of a life shock or a, a turning upside down of our sort of predictable circumstances or perhaps our very, very kind of safe and secure lives. When I say safe and secure, I, I mean, you know, maybe overly comfortable, entrenched, lives and so she can rip the carpet from under our feet and she often does and it can leave us feeling disarmed it can leave us feeling pretty scared it can leave us feeling like we don't know what the hell is going on in our lives it's just falling apart perhaps and we may see that on the outside but we may also stop feeling it on the inside as well like something is just imploding within within us for me, you know, it was definitely kind of, I couldn't, I couldn't hold those emotions in anymore. It was just breaking down inside of me. And anyone that's experienced any kind of internal breakdown, you know, just knows how that feels. You mm. know, something is going on, right? You've got, you can't avoid it anymore. So that's Carly energy. And when I say how, to, she's the only goddess in the book, actually, that doesn't have a meditation, a specific guided meditation. All the other goddesses, have a meditation that you can, or a couple actually in some of the chapters, that you can listen to or read. But Carly doesn't because she just inhabits this void. <laughs> is the void. She didn't give me a meditation to be quite honest with you, George. She was like, no. Carly is just to be experienced, but she's not to be feared because mm. as much as she tears up your world. It's for a good, it's for a good purpose. She is unfailingly with you, you know, yeah. unfailing with you. You have to learn on this journey that you aren't, your ego and your, you, is not in control. Yeah. And that's for the light to enter. That's for your light to actually start remembering what it is and that the unknown is safe, you know, to remember that the unknown is safe and that your intuition you know, that light bulb will start to switch on again and you don't have to only listen to your head and you can break down structures that have actually been 
strangling you, but you might not have realized it. And this is you're the beginning of you breaking free, you know, and yet she does shake you like an earthquake. You know, she is a no, no holds barred goddess of transformation. And believe me, by the time she's finished with you, and that could take years, you know, because she certainly was in my life for years. You know, don't be daunted by this, because what I feel is if you have a very intense Kali experience, as I call it, it's like a spiritual storm. The, almost the stronger your Kali experience, this is my perception, the stronger your Kali experience, the stronger you are shaken, the deeper your purpose to humanity is. The more vital your purpose is. So if you feel oh my God, this is unbearable. I have, everything is being stripped away from me. I don't know what's happening. I'm having to really, really just strip down to the bare bones of who I am, you know, confront who I am, maybe build something up from the ground up again. She quite often takes it a lot away from you so that you can build it up again, almost like a tree being stripped bare and then kind of coming back with a new energy, okay? So those experiences, yes, I know they are very, very uncomfortable, but we have to go through that discomfort often, you know, in order to find out how strong we are, who we are. Because that's part of life. I mean, it sounds like everybody needs a Kali experience or a Kali energy because uncertainty in the, is the only constant in life. And the quality of our lives depends on the quality of our relationship with that uncertainty. So mm -hmm. the more we embrace, I guess, that Kali energy, the more we can navigate through it more effortlessly. Yes. What's another goddess that um, it would be essential for our listeners to connect with? Well, another goddess that comes with to me, actually, in great contrast to Kali, very great contrast, probably a relief, but I feel that all, everyone who is opening up to connecting, reconnecting with their feminine energy must connect with Kuan Yin, Kuan Yin, yeah. the bodhisattva of compassion. Very different energy, very Very different, just very... a bit of contrast there. <laughs> I love it. Gentleness. <laughs> super gentleness learning how to nourish again learning how to nurture again of course self-love is a very popular phrase now but Kuan Yin you know she is the queen you know she is the bodhisattva of compassion you know self-compassion learning how to tend to the feminine energy because we are used to being given messages that keep us out of touch with that that feminine energy out of touch with the messages of our bodies right she she Kuan Yin presides over the over the body the body's wisdom and what the body needs for nourishment she's also concerned with nutrients and nourishment and of course that is on the level of food of course what you're taking into your body on you know that on that level she can also help heal um, actually sort of negative body image as well and that kind that whole area and I believe that the sort of resurgence that we're experiencing at the moment of many figures, many women coming forward and really countering negative body image, I believe they are guided by Kuan Yin. That's mm. my personal belief. Um, they may not realize that, but that's what I feel. Um, thankfully, we have a huge wave of that now coming forward. Um, 
So she helps us nourish ourselves at the deepest level. And it can be, it's a gentle blessing when Kuan Yin comes to you, but it's also pretty powerful because she's got a really powerful mission. You know, if you think about how many women and many men, but, but many women, you know, have had a sort of experience of self-hatred with their bodies or, or, or abuse with food, abuse with, abuse with um, you know, not knowing how to take care of themselves, not knowing how to nourish themselves, not knowing how to fill their own cup, you know, fill your own cup. Because until we really learn how to listen and tune into our feminine energy, we can be running on a very depleted mm. energy system. Because the, the patriarchy, you know, the lower masculine consciousness doesn't tell us that this is important. It doesn't value that replenishment. And, you know, so this is a very, very important goddess. I mean, it's, I think, I mean, she is, she is ubiquitous, really. I mean, she, she will always, always come to you because learning how to take care of yourself, how to fill your own cup, how to you know, tune in to where your energy balancer is, where your energy scales are, giving and receiving. But can you receive? Because receiving is a feminine principle. And so many women struggle with receiving. They feel guilty. They feel they're not worthy. They feel they can't, you know, they have to immediately give something back if they receive something. You know, receiving is a feminine principle. And it's something I definitely need to continue practicing all the time, you know, and this is a practice. It's not something that you just read one day or, you know, take in one day and you suddenly kind of, it's not a tick. We're not talking about tick boxes here. That's such That's a mas masculine. That is masculine. So and, masculine. And I like the two examples of goddesses you, uh, you introduced here. <laughs> because they, they, they show the range that the divine feminine uh, work can bring into our lives. It's not just la, 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 receiving, nurturing yourself. There is work there. There is emotional uh, upheavals that come up that we have to deal with. And transformation uh, is the word that comes to mind that can take place as a result. Wow. And there are seven more goddesses and people can connect with. Uh, Sophie, thank you so much for sharing all that with us. I want just uh, wanted to let us know uh, where can people can go get and buy your book, and also uh, how they can connect with you if they want to work in your workshops or um, take part of your services. Sure. So you can get the book obviously on Amazon, yes. and the audio book is um, a, uh, available via Audible as well. And many people really love the audio book because it's me speaking, and there are lots of meditations in there as well to listen. So to. yes, easier. Um, but also, I must say, Waterstones in in the UK, Barnes and Noble in in the US, uh, Booktopia, it's Australia, I believe. Yes. Uh, Books a million, um, all good book retailers. Uh -huh. Amazon so I need to say that as well um, so yeah my website I've just got a new website actually which is really exciting for me and so it's sophiebashford.com mm -hmm. and you can sign up to some wait lists I've got a new membership um, site coming very Ooh, soon exciting 
yeah, called the Moon Temple, and that's um, going to be launching really soon. So there's a wait list you can sign up to for that. And also my new retreats and trainings are going to be announced very soon. So there's a separate wait list for that too. So do sign up. So exciting. Sophie, thank you yeah. so much for sharing the Divine Feminine and the Goddesses with us. And I'm so excited for everybody to go ahead and read, not just read, but practice. <laughs> uh, you are a goddess. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thanks so much. It's such a pleasure to speak with you, George. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.